This is one of those moments that's got your name written all over it. And you know that if I have just one wish, it'll be that you didn't have to miss this. Ah, you should be here. You should be here. Cole Swindell's lyrics remind us all of Emerald's unnecessary and profound absence. In this first episode, highlighting phenomenal women of fall, Danica Woodard recounts the murder of her sister and friend, Emerald, whose killer is still on the loose. And now, Daryl. Lisa and Shelley. Hi guys, it's another Witchy Wednesday. We are here at Good Witch Bad Witch. I'd like to introduce uh, to you the Good Witch Shelley Majors. Hi, Lee Ho. The Man Witch Daryl Brown. Yo, yo, yo. And then there's me. I'm the Bad Witch Lisa Brown. Yes, you are. The self-introducer. Uh, yes. yes. Uh, today is going to be a little bit different. We are starting a new series. It's going to be called Phenomenal Women of Fall. That would be phenomenal with an F, or fall with a PH, or it doesn't matter. They're just phenomenal. (laughs) And we're going to have a bunch of different awesome women coming in and doing interviews. We'll get to that in a bit, but today's episode is called You Should Be Here. So, everybody loves a true crime drama, right? Am I right? Yeah, Yeah, totally. Yeah. Except for when, when you're involved in it or it's part of your life, right? You're smack dab in the middle yeah. of one. And um, the thing is, is that today we are going to talk about some true crimes that are really near and dear to all of our hearts that um, we're not doing it to for just because we love true crime. We're doing it because we want them to be solved. Mm-hmm. Um, and there is two different ones. So one of our phenomenal women that are going to be coming to talk to us will be on during the meet segment. But I wanted to start our introduction talking about one of my um, clients who... She was a nail client of mine, and now she, and then she became a boutique client. So her name is Sarah Haywood. Um, I actually met her through the same vice as I met our guest, which is the Elks Club in Arvada. Whoa! Yeah. And um, yeah, and I do a lot of the women from the Elks. Mm-hmm. And their nails. Their, yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah, their nails. And um, that's a weird fetish. That is. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. That's do an you elf? belong to any clubs? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a moose. You're yeah. in. Oh, I'm so sorry. You're, no, that's not going to work for me. I, I like I, elk. Uh, yeah, I like elk meat. Elk meat. <laughs> It's so wrong. Oh, no, okay. and I, I didn't mean to make fun of the. the I mean, this is a, this is a serious situation, and we we don't really get serious on this show. But the, today's show, we are going to get really serious. But, life is but life you got yes. to have yeah. the giggles. And when you said I do a lot of the women from the Oaks, I was like, well, I got the fifteen-year-old boy in me. And um, all of our listeners think of me totally differently now. Um, anyways. So I, I've met a lot of the women from the Elks. We've always wanted, Daryl and I have always wanted to join, but we've always lived so far mm-hmm. that we're like, we'll never be able to drive home because right? their, their drinks are so much cheaper and yes. everything. But uh, so many really cool people there. Absolutely. Yes. So I met Sarah. She was working at the Elks. She was um, a, a you know, friend of a client, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. She started getting her nails done. She stopped getting her nails done and started buying a lot of leggings for me. Oh, she was one of my best. Clients. She was a great, great customer, mostly because she had really bad fibromyalgia, mm-hmm. and anything tight 
or like jeans or whatever would actually really really hurt her legs mm-hmm. sure so it was more comfy with the kind mm-hmm. of drapey clothes that we had yes. and stuff for her so um anyways i wanted to tell you a little bit and i guess i should get my glasses on where Which did they? I no, only we have, have a pile of readers on the table. <laughs> I keep bringing readers down, and, and they don't pair, back up. Six pairs in front of you. Yeah. Right, take a pair, leave a pair. <clears throat> so Sarah is actually so she has disappeared. We, nobody has seen her in over a year now. Um, I'm a little bit close to this case because um, I um, I was one of the last people that she had texted. Um, we were kind of going back and forth because um, uh, these are the ones I want. <laughs> I'm seriously looking She's for the right pair. pair. <laughs> so um, she was one of the last people, or I was one of the last people that she texted because I wanted to help her. She was going through, um, she had a, a pretty bad opioid um, dependency. And that had started because of the chronic pain that she was in. She was walking with a walker um, or a cane, okay. sometimes in a wheelchair and stuff. She got dependent on opioids, then couldn't afford them anymore. She was having trouble getting on disability and also getting any kind of Medicaid or anything. So she started to kind of do some more harder drugs in order to mask the pain and stuff. But I was really trying really hard to get her into some kind of a rehab facility because she just wasn't happy. And she was very, very adamant about trying to um, get... She wouldn't go unless somebody would watch her cats. Um, She didn't... right. (laughs) Yeah, she didn't want... um, She she didn't... She's like, they need me. They're both rescue cats. They're, you know, I can't just like abandon them them to anybody yeah right and so we kind of went back and forth because she wanted me to find somebody who would take them but then give them back after her rehab and i couldn't um make that happen i I couldn't promise it i said i could try but i couldn't promise it we couldn't take them because um of our dog and um so i went through a bunch of cat rescues we ended up finding a place i gave her the information from what I understand, she did surrender the cats or whatever. So she surrendered the cats and then was last seen on August 4th, 19 or 19, <laughs> 2022, which was last year. Um, she, her last known residence was about 88th and Colorado Boulevard in, in um, Thornton. Her boyfriend was said to drop her off at the rehab center um, that day, which would be the fourth. Um, but he couldn't recall where. He didn't remember if it was in Thornton, in Littleton, in Lakewood, or in Wheat Ridge. Um, I don't know what that means. Is but he on drugs? And I'm, I'm not being flippant. No, that's I don't crazy. know anything okay. about yeah, we him. We have no information okay. about him. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, she, Sarah, is 43 years old now. Um, she never made it to the rehab, by the way. She mm-hmm. never checked into a rehab in any no, of those Nothing cities. in the state has any kind of Nobody records. has any okay. records, but nobody has seen her since. Um she she was um, 43. Well, she's 33 now. She was 42 then. Um, she, about 180 pounds, five foot six, and she walked with a cane. Her um, weight fluctuated a lot because of all her illnesses. So she could be a lot thinner. She could be bigger. We're not really sure. Um, I have permission from the family to talk about this. I just wanted to put it out there. We're going to put it out on our website. 
Um, one thing that I was um, talking actually with our new, next guest, because our guest know, knew her too from the Elks, that um, Sarah had a pretty big personality and she liked to talk. Um, she liked, like, well, she liked to let people know she was there too. Mm -hmm. well, yeah, I mean, so she just she, was a she was a she was a talker mm -hmm. and yeah. stuff and yeah and stuff. So um, I, it's. I find it hard to believe that she is would just drop off the earth, right? Without saying she's very anything. social. Yeah. She's social. She would <laughs> want somebody to know. She, I mean, she just kind of she talks a lot yeah. and stuff, which is you know I talk which a lot too, fine, obviously, yeah, no. and stuff. But I just it's hard for me to think that she would have gone on her own recognizance, right? Well, and so. especially even with not even contacting her family at all because they were, you know, I know that they. Were pretty close as far as her and her sister, right? Yeah, I, I think that there was a little bit of a strained relationship. Um, yeah, but still, right I mean, she before, would probably reach out. But mm -hmm. I think that at some, if she was having problems, that she would probably yeah. Oh, yeah. reach out. Um, I'd like to think that she would have maybe reached out to one of us. She was pretty close with Daryl too because uh, she just really enjoyed him and sure. stuff. And she liked sure, well, he, he was her vendor, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Her, no, I, her, I was her clothes vendor. In somewhat sense, I was her uh, stylist too because yeah. uh, I would put stuff together for her. Uh -huh. Yeah. She outfits. she was so cute. She like I think I want to wear this. I'm like, honey, let's let's try this. A nice bigger shirt. It'll, uh -huh. it'll look good at better. Let it drape. And, yeah. mm -hmm. and so yeah. So then she would come into the the boutique all the time. And be like, so help me pick something out. Oh, yeah. You know. Cute. So it, it was it was fun. But yeah, like you're totally right. She was a very boisterous person. Yeah. She wouldn't be this quiet for no. a year. I know that for a fact. Do you happen to know if there was um, access or if they did any phone records as far as when did the phone go silent or? You know, I really I don't know if I'm going to have to relook through my text messages. But uh -huh. if memory serves, we were talking via Facebook because I don't think she had, had a, a phone, phone anymore. Oh, okay. Um, but I there is a missing Sarah. Hay word page on Facebook. Okay. So if you have any information or you'd like to follow it, you can get on that. Her okay. sister's the one who runs that. Um, her sister also told me that they're working very um, closely with a um, detective and um, actually uh, two days ago they just met with the detective again and they um, seem to be positive about you know Finding really something out. Yes. Yeah. So anyways, we just kind of wanted to put that mm -hmm. out there. If anybody knows Sarah or, um, you know, anything about any of these people. national listeners and international listeners. We she could be anywhere. So yeah. uh, Lisa will be posting pictures on the Good Witch, Bad Witch Facebook group yep. also. But, um, yeah, keep a lookout, guys. Yeah, wonderful. And um, we will be back with our phenomenal um, guest, who is Danica Stingo. Woo! Yeah! All right, guys, we'll be right back. Perfect outside, it's like God let me dial up the weather Got the whole crew here, I ain't seen some of them in forever It's one of those never forget it, better stop and take it in kind of scenes Everything's just right, yeah, except for one thing You should be here Standing with your arm around me here Cutting up, cracking a cold beer Saying cheers Hey y'all, it's sure been a good year It's one of those moments That's got your name written all over it And you know that if I had just one wish It'd be that you didn't have 
should be Hi guys, welcome back to Good Witch, Bad Witch. Um, we are going to be talking to, I said her name wrong. Oh. She, I forgot, she got married. I've known her for so long. I knew her <laughs> when she was Danica Stingle. Now she's Danica Woolard. And um, she is my friend. I used to do her, no, I still do her from the Elks. <laughs> um, I do her nails and that's where we met. We, we connected on another level right away, I think. And she has since become a very, very, very good friend to me. I would consider her one of my very best friends, and I love her very much. Um, in a like in one of those ways where you're like, I want you to be my best friend, but I kind of also want you to be my daughter. Like I don't know where <laughs> exactly you sit with me, but um, very, very, very good friend of mine. Um, like I said, Danica, we met while I was doing her nails, and um, she has a very, very important story to tell about her sister and best friend, whom we have talked about on the show before. Her um, sister, Emerald Von Dollar, was actually murdered in April at the American Elm restaurant, and um, this obviously has been something that has been... Um, very, very heavy on all of our hearts because Emerald was um, a great friend to Daryl and I as well. Um, and um, we, we you know, obviously met her through um, Danny, but um, we are all missing her so much. I mean, and so anyways, I wanted her to kind of tell a little bit about Emerald's story tell you guys about her, um, about what had happened, and where things are going from there. So, hi Danica. Hi. Welcome to the show. Thank Hello. you for coming Thank down. Thank you. Um, I would love for you to tell everybody um, kind of how you met, and it's kind of funny to say she was your sister, but then how did you meet her and stuff, and that kind of all goes with the story. So, um, go ahead and um, give us the little rundown. Like you told me, I remember the first time I ever did your nails, you talked to me about her. So, Tell me about um, your friend and sister. So I got a job at Sportscom downtown when that was still there. Um, my first day, she trained me, and I hated her. <laughs> uh, I will not well, there's lie. there's true sisterly love right yeah. there already. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she was, I come to find out, hungover and just crappy. But I was like, wow, this girl is so rude. <laughs> and I don't, do I want to work here? And she just kept talking to me like I didn't know how to do my job. I had been a server for a very long time at that point, And like an hour into it, I was finally like, okay, you need to chill. I know what I'm doing. Tell me what tables to go take care of. And then after that, she was like, oh, this girl knows how to do her job. She's not just some dummy off the street. And... After that, we just became inseparable, pretty much. Um, I started helping her with her son, Michael. He was one. Um, she, single mom, she had emancipated from her family when she was about 15. Wow. Um, and they all lived out of state, and they just kind of packed up and moved out of Colorado and left her here. At 15. Yep. Mm -hmm. um, and she was just kind of bouncing around between houses, um... And I finally got kind of sick of, okay, where am I dropping you off tonight? You know, uh, or 
we, I would go take her to get Michael um, and I'd be like, okay, where are we going? I finally was just like, just get your stuff. And I just started slowly moving her into my parents' house with me. <laughs> and my dad finally was like, does she live here? And I was like, mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yes, she does. And he pretty much was like, and just went up to her and was like, okay, you live here now. And she just started calling my parents' mom and dad. She didn't have family. And we just kind of absorbed her, I guess. And and they became grandparents to Michael. Yep. And you were you mm. and your sister and brother were aunts and uncles. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, and he doesn't know. I don't know if he knows now, but um, doesn't know any different. Yeah. Um, I... I never told him that we weren't biologically related to him because, I mean, that doesn't matter to me. Yeah, yeah. No. Whether, you know, it, whether we were or not, he's my nephew. Yeah. You know, and um, he would, like, sleep in my bed with me every night when they lived with me, you know, so. Yeah. That was always, it was cool. Yeah. A little snuggle bug right yeah. there. Yeah. And he got some stability. That's oh, yeah. Nice. Both yeah. of them did. Yeah. 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 yeah mm. That's. Yeah, I think. We needed we needed her as much as she needed our family too, awesome, which was yeah. awesome. So uh, the universe has a way. That's really beautiful. Yep. So uh, fast forward to twelve years later, um, you know, life happens and things are. You know, um, Danny gets married and she has an awesome husband with a beautiful son. They have a new baby. Well, I want to say he's a new baby, but he's not that new anymore. He's, he's almost one. Guy ever. Oh my god, he's so cute. <laughs> and Michael's now just turned thirteen. Wow. And Emerald married the love of her life, um, mm-hmm. a gentleman named. They both married Andy. Andrews. Yeah, two <laughs> Andrews. They, they, they were twins. Yeah, oh, yeah. We were meant so to sweet. be sisters. Yes. yes. And um, uh, maid of honor in each other's weddings, and um, and so. In April, it was on the 24th. 24th. That's what I thought. I was afraid I was going to get it wrong. Um, On April 24th, let me tell you my version of events because, and then obviously you tell me yours. Um, I, so Daryl, a lot of times her and Dan, Daryl and Danica, would talk in the middle of the night because Danica's up with a new baby and Daryl stays up all night. And so if they were both on um, on Facebook or whatever, it'd be a lot of, we what are you doing? Other, you yeah. know, and stuff, what are you doing? I'm feeding a baby. What are you doing? I'm watching. I'm feeding whatever. myself. Yeah. <laughs> I'm drinking beers, whatever. Yeah. And um, so I, apparently Danny had um, written Daryl and said, are you up? And he said, yeah. And she's like, let me call you. Well, the next thing that I know is that I, or did she text no, you? No, she, she, she goes, are you up? I said, yeah, what's up, buddy? And she goes, um, Emerald was killed, was murdered. And I went, what the fuck? So he ran into my bedroom and said, Lisa, <clears throat> Lisa, Lisa, get up. And I was like, what's going on? And he's like, uh, Emerald has, has died. And I was like, and that was me. I was like. And the poor thing, she was dead asleep. So, I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, wait, wait a second, what is happening? Mm. So Danica then called us and told us everything that she had known at that time. But I'd like you to tell me that you're, what happened. The events from when yeah, you found out, yeah. What happened with you. So she went to work at like 10 o'clock that morning. Um, and all we know is that it happened sometime between 10.30 and 12.30. We don't know an exact time. Um the restaurant had posted about the tragedy there on Facebook before we even had confirmation it was her. Um, and I had eaten dinner, 
gotten in the shower and I'd gotten out of the shower and my mom called and she said, I don't want to freak you out, but there was a shooting at Emerald's work today and no one can get a hold of her. And I just hung up the phone, threw my hair up, grabbed my keys, told my husband I needed to go and drove to American Elm. And that was at like eight o'clock that night. Um, and I got there and all the lights were off. The chairs were on the tables and there was no one there. Mm-hmm. Like they no, have, no um, cops. Crime scene nope. tape or anything? Okay. I was like, and I was like, what the hell do you mean? There and was a shooting have, here. And, but there, it also should have been open. If, yeah. Okay. Cause it's, not, it was it just was, weird. I yeah. don't know what I was expecting. I guess I kind of was expecting to see a bunch of cops there and mm-hmm. I was fully prepared to start yelling at somebody to tell me where my sister was. Mm-hmm. Right. And I sat there in my car for a second and then my brother and his girlfriend pulled up and they were like, what's going on? I was like, I don't know. And so I started driving. Um, I went a little crazy and started driving to all the police stations that were nearby and banging on the door of the ones that were not open. And I started calling hospitals and no one would tell me anything. And then finally, my parents were like, just come to the Elks. We're at the Elks. Um, We'll reconvene. And within five minutes, I got to the Elks. I walked in and I saw their faces and I knew it was her. Um, I pretty much hit the floor um my dad's friend had to carry me i'm sorry it's okay take your time because at that point um her husband had had called your parents correct yeah the detectives it was 9 30 at night when the detectives finally showed up at his house to tell him it was almost 12 hours later so i don't know why that took as long as it did but the other victim um ignacio his family had been notified by about 4 p.m and i don't know why we were not still to this day you don't know Mm -mm. um was she hospitalized where did they take her no she was um they were both dead on the the scene i'm so sorry god damn it and um the the way I understood it too is that was she in her office or yeah um pretty much what we were told by the owner um he's the one who found them when he got to work that day that she was found slumped over the desk and Ignacio was found like basically on the food line because and they were the only two there yep because they opened in the evening at 5 p.m okay so and she was the general manager mm-hmm. he was the head cook and so they were, we're doing class. everything <laughs> we're high class with our toilet paper that we just gave our sweet friends um so um then so at that since all of that has happened um what what's been happening since then i mean we have I, I mean, it, the outpouring of the community has been sensational. And if you knew Emerald, you would know why. And I don't know Nacho, the other gentleman. Um, my friend Marsha apparently worked with him for a while and said that he was a, one of the best cooks she's ever known and that he was um, very fa- family-oriented, um, an amazing guy, and a really hard worker. Yeah. Um, but there was some great outpouring from the community there's some been some amazing fundraisers um but we still have no answers on why or who did this and so we want to continue to get the crime stopper money up as high as we can so that hopefully 
people will, somebody who knows somebody, something somebody will come out of the woodwork. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you would think that they do it for free, right? yeah, you but would wish. you would also, you know, maybe if there's a little bit more money or there's something coming in that we can get somebody to um, help us solve this, uh, this case. So what's been happening since then? Um, we did one benefit for my brother-in-law and my nephew um, a couple days after it happened um, and raised quite a bit of money just to kind of help him with funeral costs and all of that. Um, and then there was a GoFundMe for both families that was set up by American Elm. And then we just did another fundraiser, um, oh gosh, like two weeks ago. Right. Um, and we raised another like $7,500 to go towards Crime Stoppers. So it should be about 32000 now. Yeah, that's great. Um, that's yeah, yeah, and it probably feels good for you to have that um, action. You know that yeah. get the, so it sounds like the day of you're like you want to do something. I don't know mm -hmm. what to do. Yeah. Of course, and um, to have this purpose is probably I hope healing for all of you, and hopefully it comes to a, a good conclusion. Well, yeah, as me, me and Danica mm -hmm. were talking about it yesterday and stuff like that too. It's like you, you. There's so many different. I mean. This is something that, I mean, I mean, as you've heard in my, you know, I've, I lost my sister. Not the same. You know, I was able to say goodbye, all of that stuff. But I understand loss. And I know that there's different ways for everyone to grieve. And sometimes people bury themselves in a hole. And sometimes, you know, there's so many different ways. But her way is trying, you know, she's absorbed herself in trying to help and find an answer and you know get closure for her and her family and for right. andrew and, and michael yeah. and stuff so that you know injustice and, mm -hmm. and get a, there's a freaking yeah, murderer out that's, on that's, the yeah. streets that's, that's yeah. what it yeah. comes down to that's the most disturbing thing is yeah there's some asshole out there mm. that took two lives and you're still breathing exactly yeah. no that's, that's not, not fair around at all. like nothing it's, happened yeah. yeah and that's where i think um the the nature of it all this idiot's gonna whoever did it is gonna con talk to somebody about it and hopefully that's, that somebody will fucking turn them in because yeah. th mm -hmm. they're that cocky i got away with this oh yeah mm -hmm. and somebody you know? will mm -hmm. say something at some point in and broad daylight yeah and, and and you know it, it has been since april and, and it, like like us all we really want results fast and everything you know just just for peace of mind yeah mm -hmm. but I, I believe that the police probably are they're, they're you know the Denver police are great police uh, yeah they're force. Um, very thorough so I think that they're maybe taking their time with everything you know and I just hope you know like I said mainly mainly for Andrew and Michael and everybody else but mainly for those two just yeah. they that they need this closure for themselves they need to know what the, well, and I don't know, too, is, I mean, would it do any good for people to call and ask the police, are you still working on this? What's going on? Should we, you know, Apply is that pressure? Is yeah, that, is that just, you know, one of the reporters that I've worked really closely with, Alan Janae from CBS, mm -hmm. um, he has told me, like, just, I guess, in his experience, the more public pressure, the more they're kind of forced to keep it fresh and, keep it fresh and mm -hmm. prioritize it. Right. Um, so... That's why he keeps putting me on the news. Yeah. Um, every time I ask, he puts me on. Nice. Um, and which is awesome. Like he will make time. He will pretty much tell his producers it's going on this week, mm -hmm. and he's been great. And like he, he's gone around and canvassed the neighborhood for me. And um, it, it's just weird because there's like houses 
a hundred feet away from American Elm, and people were home when yeah. it when it happened and didn't hear anything. Well, and the weird thing about it is so the the way that the the I re, that I've heard the story and everything, the way that person entered the building was somebody that had to have known that that back entrance was there, right? Yeah, I mean it was. If, it's pretty hit. It's like in a little alley. Yeah. yeah. Not, I mean, it's not, not like s- super noticeable. Yeah, not something that somebody just upon, oh, I think I'm going to go in mm-hmm. here. Yeah. When they're it, obviously not open. Too. Yeah. Yeah. Because the front door was locked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and you know, and. Do we know, there was, n- there was no robbery, correct? Or do you not know that? I don't know. Okay. For sure. As far as we know, it what there was, it wasn't, it doesn't look like. I do was- know her purse was still there on the table a couple mm-hmm. days later. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. You know, so. Well, that, it's just I don't know that last uh, police conference that they did, and they were saying you know they didn't they even said that there's really no motive here there wouldn't they didn't suspect that it was robbery. They said that you they know, weren't ruling it out, ruling it out. But and that's you know you got to figure that type of business at that time of day they're not going to have any cash on. They're not open even yeah. when they're open probably not. I well, mean this day it, everybody pays with well, credit yeah, cards. I was say, this day say, age, you don't have restaurants do deposits. Yeah, you don't restaurants have do deposits cash. every night. Yeah, yeah is that you know? is the crazy thing? So I seriously, I mean, in my own mind, I don't think it was a robbery motive. Right. There was something else there. Right. And and due to the what you said about the crime and everything. It it was definitely not a, a it was it, it was a vendetta thing mm-hmm. I think it was something somebody meant to go do it wasn't something that somebody stumbled upon and yeah, said oh I'm gonna rob oh you don't have any money well yeah yeah, shit. yeah and I mean like somebody statistically when you look at robberies like I've gone down a lot of rabbit holes since this <laughs> happened um, like statistically looking at robberies people don't end up dead yeah um, unless they fight back and mm-hmm. Emeril and I had had I couldn't tell you how many conversations we both worked in restaurants forever how many mm-hmm. conversations we had if somebody walks in with a gun here's the money yeah take it yeah. this is the combination to the safe mm-hmm. exactly here's my keys right. have a good day that's all yeah. they and want you know what? here's there's my no car way. go ahead and take it that's yeah. right there's no way she would have fought back to the point of being killed right. I know her you oh, know no. and she was pretty much killed from behind like execution style was basically <laughs> what we were told so do you have any advice, Danica, from um, the police or from the media that you've spoken with when sometimes uh, people get really involved, even strangers, cyber sleuths um, mm-hmm. in general, and uh, sometimes they get in the way of an investigation or maybe take up valuable time that should be looking at something else or whatever. Do you feel like that's um, helpful in any way uh, if people are throwing out theories or... I mean... You know, that's where that Crime Stoppers tip line comes from. You know, yeah. any type of, any any information... That might actually that be pertinent. Might be yeah. pertinent. Yeah, if you saw there, something. Do mm-hmm. that. But it's like, the people that spread false narratives yes. online, that's when it turns into a problem. Like, a lot of comments I've seen on... I shouldn't look at them on right. YouTube. The videos of all our news interviews. And I know I shouldn't look at them, but I do. Um, I never even thought about looking at them. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm sure that's maddening for you. know, you. a lot of them accuse my brother-in-law. That's 90% of what I see is that, oh, he doesn't look sad enough. How is he doing an interview? His wife was just murdered. I'm like, he's doing what he has to do for her son. Yeah. That's why, you know. And and being strong and all that. And there's there's two sides to every story. You're getting what they wanted to show. There is 0% chance that he's Mm -hmm. involved. Mm -hmm. And I will say that confidently. Yeah. well, thank you, you for know, clearing his so, name on yeah. this small but mighty news platform. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Not only, like, he was at work, mm-hmm. and 
that was already verified. And, you know, and, not he only had that, and then he picked up Michael yeah. from school, you know, yeah. so it's and like... he was sitting at home... With Michael, yeah. wait, trying not to get a hold of her. Not knowing anything had happened to his wife. I mean, that's what blows my mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, a lot of people were always like, well, how did he see the post from the restaurant before he realized his wife wasn't responding to him? And I'm mm-hmm. like, because that's Emerald. Yeah. Emerald would go, you would, I would text her and not hear a response for two days sometimes oh, yeah. because yeah. she yeah. was horrible. She would get so busy with work mm-hmm. that she would just like read your text and forget to text you uh-huh. back. And you know, so it's like, that doesn't ever feel weird with her is like, oh, she's probably just busy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and when she wouldn't answer when we were all calling her mm-hmm. that day, we're like, she's probably just busy. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's I think how we all day. just kind of tried to justify it because none of us wanted to face what could be happening. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and how has so. American Elm been handling this as far as um, support of the family and all of that and being forthcoming with um, evidence, potentially? Or was there video of anything? I don't believe there were cameras on the inside. Okay. Um, I know Emerald had complained a lot about the cameras never working. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the owner did speak with the police. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what all they talked about. I do know that American Elm has asked to be removed from this tragedy because they want to move on and they don't like we had to take the restaurant name off of our fundraiser that we just had because they didn't want the publicity anymore about it. Mm. Um, so it's just it, I don't know it's I guess from I get I get why he's probably lost business because of what happened because it's unsolved and Mm -hmm. people are afraid and i get that but i guess from the emotional side he's the owner's never once publicly spoken out in support of his two employees that were killed or our families um he like emerald was the general manager she was there 80 hours a week and did everything probably more probably more more than than the owner Mm -hmm. of course yeah she did everything for him and Mm -hmm. he has never once publicly spoken out and in any type of support or sympathy anything and now once removed from it and i guess to me i think speaking out and supporting would probably draw more business because it would seem like he cared more right yeah i would see i would see the 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 community going there to support him more yeah and even being like that's what i'm saying and like still have an open thing can we can we still donate yeah i mean or and a lot of the community they'll say that well we used to go there but now like there's an unsolved murder that happened there we don't want to go and right right. you know i feel like being supportive might bring those people back a little bit more wow um at my old job that i was at for 17 years there was a very young person uh that died tragically not at that location, but I remember she had worked there maybe two weeks and had committed suicide. And we uh, provided services for the staff that knew her and started becoming friends with her and stuff. Um, therapy services and this and that. I, I flabbergasted at this lack of response. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you, lo- you lose two good good employees, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. is a thing. And uh, uh, to be the able to The backbone of the business, one could well, argue. Yeah. You know? well, yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. And be able to say, okay, well, I don't want to even have anything to do with this anymore yeah. and, and move on. I'm hiring new staff. To how does that set on your conscience? That's mm-hmm. that's what I... That's you know, what how do you, doesn't how do you sit go right into that? Me. How do you open your doors every day? Mm-hmm. You know, that's what gets me. And we are open to talking to the gentleman and seeing, you know, yeah. if he does want to talk or whatever and stuff. And we'd love to support your business if you support yeah, this Yeah, I mean, cause. that's Absolutely. one thing we would yeah. pump and promote your business totally. I mean, I, I he he did start the, the 
uh, the GoFundMe. GoFundMe, right? I don't did, know if he did. It, but I the, know somebody, somebody at American from Elm the, did. From the company. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. I mean, so, they, and they, could they, you they, imagine having to go to work the next? How long uh, were they closed? I mean, like I wonder days. what the yeah. turnover was like. Yeah. I, I don't know if I'd feel comfortable going back to work. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah especially when you don't know who or why. Yeah, you don't yeah. know what the yeah. whole the whole situation was. Yeah. yeah, yeah, is this a vendetta against him? Well, yeah, that could yeah, be that's, too. You know, we bounced around those yeah. ideas. That like, might be a weird was thing Emerald too. Was the target? Was it the owner, and she was just there? Yeah, right. was it? Yeah. Just random, we don't know. You yeah. know, somebody just got a hankering to kill someone that day and decided yeah. to walk in that door. Like, yeah, I mean, you know, it's every, so many questions. Yeah, every scenario goes through your head in this mm. situation. But we will post on our uh, Facebook page and all of our social media the Crime Stoppers number. But know that um, you can call them. You'd have to say that this is for the American Elm tragedy for Emerald and Nacho. Um, even better, it would be um, Danica's going to put back her GoFundMe up, and that money will go to the Crime Stoppers. Um, that's Yeah, I had originally way. made that for my brother-in-law. Um, I have since deposited the money that we had raised, which right. was awesome, um, into his account nice. for him and my nephew. Um, and then I'm going to do an update on the GoFundMe where it'll be that the donations from like here forward will yeah. go i'll make sure they get to crime stoppers Crimestop, um yeah to keep Perfect. bumping that reward up you know i'm hoping the right amount of money will make somebody come forward right absolutely and and can we ask this um how how is michael and andrew doing i mean the i mean the best they can i mean michael how's he how's he doing michael i'm not I haven't seen my nephew in quite a while, um, if I'm being honest. Him, okay. his dad took him full-time. His um, bio dad. His biological dad. Um, so there will be court coming up with him and my brother-in-law. Um, we saw him for his birthday. He, I think, kind of was in denial about what was going on. The night it happened, he was very upset obviously um but then you know after that he just kind of seemed like nothing had happened and i think that's just kind of his way to cope um so i'm not right now i can't answer how he's okay. doing because i'm not 100 percent sure right. um wow. you know i talk to him on the phone every once in a while and you know just let him know like I'm here for you yeah you know yeah. And, and andrew's he's andrew um is probably the strongest person i've ever met in my life but i have also watched him become a shell of who he was yeah oh yeah he was um, quite the personality yeah. and yeah. he is very quiet very um like closed off now he lost it's his like, best friend yeah you know the light yes. went out you know it's like my sister and i were talking about it and like we lost our sister and that's awful but he lost his future and so the way I feel, I can't. I'm, I'm sure his is ten times worse. Oh God! Yeah. And to lose his who he was raising as his own son. Yeah. yeah. So well, he's yeah. he moved in with my parents. Um, oh. Yeah. Um, they asked him to not renew his lease, move in as long as he needed. Um, so he has a room set up there. We have a room set up for Michael, and you know we're just trying to do whatever we can, like to make it as normal as possible. He went to. I don't remember the restaurant. He went to the restaurant. Emerald and him had their first date at for their fifth anniversary oh, about a week ago, um, mm. which is heartbreaking. But he said he wanted to keep it as normal of a day as he could. And 
Will you please you know? keep us posted on that yeah. um, custody agreement? I just yeah. I've never heard of that. A bio dad and a stepdad, um, you know, widowed, widower. Yeah, um, he was. That's terrible. So Andrew had he has a lawyer, and they had um, submitted paperwork to the court. And the judge, like, determined him to be a psychological parent because he mm-hmm. was in Michael's life for yeah, the was, majority yeah, of Michael's yeah, life. Yeah, Michael, was, yeah. Michael was three when a- Emeril and Andrew met, so, which is which is good. So we're hoping, we're, you know, we don't want to take Michael from his dad. That's not no. the, yeah, the no, goal. It, we're just hoping to try and keep Michael's life as balanced and, and normal yes. it, yeah. as much as it was, right? you know. And surrounded by people that love him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he needs to be with mm-hmm. both of them. He mm-hmm. needs to be with everybody who loves yeah. him. Yeah, and, he, you know, all the families. Gotcha. Um, just really, really fast before we um, tie this up, I'd like to go on a, um, a happy note and tell a couple cute stories about Emerald. Um, I, I have one, and I know Daryl has one, and if Danica wants to share something, that's that's cool. I mean, she's shared a lot, so there's that. But um, mine, it was, you know, I, I mean... I'm sure everyone has lost somebody at some point. We're all adults, you know, or whatever and stuff. But I, after I had heard what happened to my friend, I started looking at our past text messages and stuff, you know, where you just kind of want to... have still have a little piece of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you yeah. just kind of want to remember things or whatever and stuff. And I was like, she, we, I, I read some of our texts and um, most of them were... Um, she wanted to buy gift certificates for her mom and, you know, Marilyn for her Mother's Day or, you know, this and that. And it was always, you to know, get her nails done. to yeah. get her nails done for me and stuff like that. But I got, I was looking at our Facebook messages and I had written, the last thing I had wrote her was, you are a gift from God. Mm-hmm. I wrote that to Emerald. And she says, um, she said, I just really love you guys. And um, I read that. And I was like, that's really sweet. What the fuck does that mean? Because <laughs> I had no idea why I wrote it or why she wrote it back. I'm like... There was no what? context. There was no context on why. <laughs> I was like, that's really, really weird and adorable, but what the hell did that have to do it with It might have been that uh, one time in 10 years that you got drunk and wanted to compliment everybody. Maybe. No, actually, it was funny because then I looked at the date and it hit me. So I looked, it's so weird, you know how, again, going through the rabbit hole, I um, I looked at the date, and then I looked at my Venmo, and she had sent me money because she said, go get coffee on me today on the day that my dog passed away. God bless her. I mean, who does that? She was just like, please do something happy for yourself. You and Daryl go get coffee on me today. I love you very much. And she had been moaning me like 20 bucks or 30 bucks or something. That was Emerald. I was like, what the heck? I mean, it was so freaking sweet. And I just was like, I mean, I think that that just kind of goes to show her character and how, and also the girl could put on a party. That's all I got to say about that. (laughs) And stuff, all of the best parties I ever went to, she themed. And, uh... Danica's uh, wedding uh, shower, shower, her um, baby shower, just all of the things. That, it was amazing. So, yeah. She sounds wonderful. Yeah. yeah. She was my, the best. Uh, my favorite story about Am is uh, <clears throat> we were doing a craft show. At was that the, the one I was super late to? Yes. <laughs> we, were doing, <laughs> we were doing a craft show at the at the Elks, of course, and Lisa was doing the ladies and I was doing the <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, 
we uh, our friend our friend here Danica hadn't shown up yet, so me and him uh, we partake. Let's, let's have a beer. Let's get some beer. So we she was always good. She'd always get me a beer real quick. So we we having a couple beers and stuff. Finally, Danica shows up. They set their thing up. So we're having beers and stuff. So we're just kind of talking and stuff. Well, this guy walks up and she goes, Daryl. Oh, she goes, wait, you, you, how, how do you tell it better? She So this guy <laughs> walks up, but he's standing behind Daryl. And me and Sorry, Em I'm, are I'm facing Daryl. And she said, she goes, this is my boyfriend, Daryl. And... <laughs> Daryl looks at me and says, "Oh no no no! I'm not her boyfriend. <laughs> I, I am not her boyfriend. We just like got you beers. didn't know. I, yeah. thought, I thought she was introducing me to Andrew, her boyfriend, as, as I was her, her boyfriend. boyfriend. I go, I'm not her boyfriend. And she goes, No, this is, is my, my boyfriend, boyfriend, comma Daryl. <laughs> and uh, it was Andrew. They hadn't gotten married yet. That it was Andrew standing behind Daryl. And oh my God! So every that was time, that was our ongoing joke that me and her were boyfriend. And girlfriend. every time I saw M, she'd be like, "Where's my boyfriend?" You know, and stuff. And I was like, "Oh, he's not here today." Or and, stuff. and we would do we have done some we did the car shows at the uh -huh. the Elks and uh, they'd be like, "Hey, uh, take this beer out to your boyfriend, M." <laughs> She's like, I gotta buy a, I gotta buy a beer for my boyfriend. <laughs> Just another really funny story. I don't even know if I told any of you this. I was I was driving in Old Town one day, and I was. This is when she worked at um, New Image, or she may have. Did she work at Kleins? No, Andrew worked at Kleins. Oh. She worked at uh, Browns. Okay. Well, she was walking like somewhere between New Image and Kleins. So I don't know if she was walking to see him or after whatever. She's walking in Old Town. I was going to the bank. So I see her, I roll down the window, and I go, I can't listen right now. But like I a woo-woo? Like, yeah, I did a woo-woo, like, like, like totally catcalled her. If looks could kill, I swear to God, she snapped her neck like, and stuff, and I was like, oh, hi. And she's like, oh my God, Lisa, you know, or whatever. It was so funny, because I was like, woo, baby, woo-woo-woo, and stuff, and she's like, yeah, I thought that little thing was gonna punch me in the face in the car. That's one thing. She was the stature of what five, Nothing. five foot two. Yeah, wow. and, tiny. And, but yeah, she. What oh. was her? What was her full nationality? I don't know. Huh. I guess she, I would, she, she looked like she might have had a little Italian. Like she, she had that Italian. Like I think she, yeah, that yeah. look. Yeah, she has a spicy tomato. Oh, yeah, one she, way or the she other. was. Yeah, <laughs> that's awesome. yeah. I think there was German in there. I know. <laughs> we're, all, we're all mutts. Yeah. That's, yeah. Right. that's just kind of the, the whole world. How we're we all talked mutts about anyway. it. We're all just mutts. That's and right. I couldn't even tell you everything I am. Right. So. Yeah. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. You are. You're a beautiful human being. Yeah. Thank and I you. love you yeah. to death. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for sharing you that too. meeting story. That's yeah. really cute. Yeah. She's yes. like, my oh. trainer's a bitch. Yeah. yeah. She was awful. <laughs> that's what we told everybody. I'm like, I hated her the day I met her. <laughs> I like, hated you her the day I met him. The, yeah. it, why are we together? She totally hated me. Uh -huh. She left this house. That's going, how my mom hated my dad. And all the great ones stay together. You need to start hating somebody. Good. What's your relationship with your husband? You hate him? Sometimes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's it's, it's, it's going to work. No. <laughs> um, he buys her puppies. It's really, uh, he really loves her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, how Darryl. you show your love. That's Lisa, right. Lisa wants a puppy. That's oh, right. Here yeah. we go. Um, okay, thank you again so much for coming. It meant the world to us. And thank you for being such a phenomenal human being. Absolutely. Thank you, guys. Phenomenal. It is. And you're very brave and awesome. And, yeah, thank you for... 
for sharing that story with us. I hope everybody is inspired to help us get to the bottom of this and at least yeah. raise enough money to inspire somebody else to and do that. Let's just keep pushing this, guys. Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. If you see, well, if you see our messages on Facebook, repost it on your Facebook. Yeah, just yeah. keep sharing Tell them. people to reshare, yeah. reshare everything. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, the more that it's out there, and like I say, maybe, God, I think this idiot's going to seriously blow themselves up and you know that's why I, I talked about that in therapy where it's like things don't usually stay a secret forever yeah, yeah. you know somebody always tells somebody mm -hmm. whether it's this year or it's 10 years from yep. now i'm confident mm -hmm. this will be solved and i really really hope it doesn't take that long because yeah. i don't i don't know how to move on and like start healing until the person's but caught you know. yes yeah. so yeah. i'm just kind of stuck in the anger yes. part of grief you know and that but that's what's fueling me to keep yeah. putting myself out there and to keep pushing for information mm -hmm. you know and it's so right now it's working for me good but, yeah. you yeah. know good. i don't i i i can't keep it up for 10 years so yeah. you know the more we get this mm -hmm. out there the better shot of somebody yeah. remembering something or somebody you know feeling guilty enough to come forward that's right. all we need yeah. so it sounds yeah, like knows? something she would do, have done for you she uh, sounds oh, like I a wonderful soul yeah. i know yeah. she would have done it for me so that i'm sorry to make this mm -hmm. go longer but we were when we were talking yesterday she said, you know, she's really, Danica's really shy. She mm -hmm. doesn't like this. This is not something she likes to do. She doesn't like to be on the news, but they kind of put her out there and her mom had said, you know, how, I don't know how you do it. You're like the face of this whole thing. And, and Danny said, I don't want to be, but I know Emerald would have done it for me. That's right. So That's it's, right. Yeah. And you're very eloquent and thank you yeah. for getting past yeah. your fear. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's really powerful. Yeah, exactly. We'll be back with what you're talking about. Thank you again, Danny. Thank you. This Romeo is bleeding But you can't see his blood It's nothing but some feelings That this old dog kicked up It's been raining since you left me Now I'm drowning in the flood You see I've always been a fighter But without you I give up now, I can't sing a love song like the way it's meant to be Well, I guess I'm not that good anymore But baby, that's just me Yeah, I will love you, baby Always and I'll be there Hey everybody, welcome back to 
uh, Good Witch, Bad Witch. It's a podcast you may have heard of. And we do good things and we have opinions. So there's that. Do you mm-hmm. want to hear my opinion? Because yeah. it's time it's for the segment. What? Which you witch, talking witch, about? Woo. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys. So there's a trend. A, my source is always nice news. I get the email every morning. And my trend is also unusual animals. Those uh, faithful listeners may remember the crazy rare orange lobster oh, yes. of I which remember. I spoke in cap- the first in captivity. Mm-hmm. And then not that long ago, the hot pink grasshopper. There's not that many of no. them. Do you guys reckon what I have for you today? Any guesses? I'm hoping mm. a blue turtle. Ooh, that would be neat. Oh. Uh, but you were incorrect. No. A rare, <laughs> spotless giraffe was born at the Tennessee Zoo, believed to be the only one on the planet. Is it albino? No. But that would be funny. Or, or if it was albino, it's one big spot. <laughs> it's just all white spotted. Uh, white on white. What color is it? Just brown? It's brown. Oh. It's brown. And I'll send you guys no a picture. Way. Are you sure it's a giraffe? Yes. Okay. Yes. It's a little all brown giraffe. Cute as a button. Uh, has the signature long neck. But it's a she. <laughs> and they say she's the only solid colored reticulated giraffe living anywhere on the planet. I don't know what reticulated I'm like, means. Is, is it standing is upright? I think maybe that means in captivity. Okay. okay. I don't know. There could be some wild solid ones. Yeah. But mm-hmm. anyway, uh, with my other ones that had the unusual colorings, they had really fun names. And I don't think they named this little lady yet. So if oh. you guys want to, um, you know, pick a name, we can have a contest. <laughs> I'm going to say not spot. Not spot. Mm-hmm. I love it. I'm just a spot. A spot. I'm not. Not spot. N- not spot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, that's what I'm talking about. Brownie so Raff. Huh? Brownie raff. That's no. okay for a first no, try. Like, mm. Damn yeah. it. I like yours better. I, <laughs> I like I mine better, too. Yeah. It, okay. You don't suck. It just wasn't as good as mine. Mm. Yeah, no. It was anticlimactic. It ruined the whole mood. My, uh, my what you're talking about uh, just happened to me. I am very, very excited to say what you're talking about. I, as a 56-year-old man, went to an all-day metal fest Woo! yesterday. Wow. Did and you I break s- a hip? Did you bang your head? <laughs> no. Did you break your neck the when you banged your was, head? The night before, I went to the Metal Fest. Yeah. My buddy Tom Crowberry mm-hmm. called me up and wanted me to come over to his house and do some karaoke. I said, no, I have to stay home and rest. I'm going to be in a mosh pit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you have to pre-plan your mosh pits. That's <laughs> what happens. I do some stretching. It's hard to get him to laugh sometimes, but he, I mean, laughed freaking hard. And I go, no. He goes, what? He goes, you're going to rest to get in a mosh I go, I'm going. I'm going to get in a mosh pit tomorrow. That's right. I didn't get in the mosh pit. I was close enough to it, sat there and watched it. I'm like, yeah, I remember when I didn't even like it when that was a thing, you know, when I was young. <laughs> mm-hmm. But uh, I was very proud of myself, sat through six different bands, one of them being Guar. Guar! And it was intense, so cool. I've seen them now three times. Wow. And they never, never disappoint. And when they've got two guys running around with, I guess, 23-inch dicks. Oh! Yeah, it was pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty They're impressive. real or fake? Well, I'm, I was not that close. <laughs> I was like, if they're real, I'm out of here. Yeah, exactly. No, thank you. But uh, no, I, I like I said, it had been a while since I've been anything like that. And the thing that I, I am most what you're talking about is there is still faith. I've seen a lot, a lot of young kids there. Oh. And I talked to one girl that was getting a beer with me, and I had said that Mudvayne hadn't been, you know, been to Colorado probably 10, 15 years. She goes, I only knew of them when I was younger because of my mother. She goes, I, I'd never seen them. 
So she probably just maybe was just turning 21. Oh my God. I love it. But I was like so excited. Yes. And it, it was uh, uh, everybody. I mean, every color, creed, everything was there. It was a beautiful thing. I met a guy from California who said he was so impressed with this crowd. He goes, if this show was happening in California, he goes, there'd be fights everywhere. Mm-hmm. He goes, everybody's getting along. People bumping each other. They say they're sorry. They've got full-fledged makeup on, looking all ghoulish and stuff. Like, well, excuse me. Oh, that's good news. <laughs> Can Metal you please lips. sing us a Guar song? <laughs> what, what, Do you so, really? Just, well, I was just, I don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds about right. Oh, that's, I think that's my favorite one. Yeah, that was called I Love You, Baby. Oh, wow. Awesome. <laughs> but, but that's that, that's what uh, your man witch is talking about. Uh, let's hear what our, uh, our bad witch has got to say. You rock. Darryl. So uh, mine is an article from WTOP News. <gasps> In Cincinnati? Sure. <laughs> WTOP, not KRP. Um, this article is about three weeks old, but an 87-year-old woman fought off an intruder that and then fed him after he told her he was awful hungry. Oh. I, think I heard this one. Yeah. So an 87-year-old Maine woman um, fought off her teenage attacker and then fed him because he was hungry. Major- Marjorie Perkins said she awoke at 2 a.m. on July 26th and saw the young man standing over her bed. He had shed his shirt and pants and told her he was going to cut her. Um, cut her? Cut, oh. <laughs> cut her. Okay. C-U-T. What? I thought to myself, if he's going to cut me, then I'm going to kick, she said. She put on her... Uh, then she put on her shoes and fought back? What? It was like, hold on a moment. I, <laughs> I got to put on my shoes. Yes. I don't know. Okay. These shoes are made for walking. <laughs> Putting a chair between them as the two jolted in her Brunswick home. The intruder struck her on the cheek and forehead before switching <laughs> tactics and heading for the kitchen. He told Perkins, Perkins that he was awfully hungry. <laughs> So she gave him a box of peanut butter and honey crackers, two protein drinks, and a tangerine. Perkins dialed 911 on the rotary phone and was talking to dispatcher (laughs) while the intruder collected his pants and left. He left behind a knife, a shirt, shoes, and a water bottle containing alcohol, she said. Perkins, who had become a bit of an international celebrity since the attack, said she still feels safe in her home, where she has resided for the last 42 years but worries about rampant crime. She says it seems to have gotten worse over the past few years and the criminals don't fear going to jail. I think our laws have just folded up, she said. People aren't afraid of anything anymore. They feel I don't know why she has an accent. I like accent. that accent. I was <laughs> like, she just got into character the right? time. They feel they can do all they please. Brunswick, Alabama. I'm guessing <laughs> is what you're talking about. Because <laughs> she said awfully, uh, awfully, awfully hungry. hungry. Uh, Police said in the news release that they quickly tracked down the teenager, charged him with burglary, criminal threatening, assault, and consuming liquor as a minor. Authorities did not release his identity because of his age, um, but the teenager was staying a few blocks from her house. So So did he do time? I mean, that's a lot of activity for just being hangry. I think um, it was only three weeks ago, but yeah. I am going to assume he is in a juvenile facility waiting, awaiting trial. Awaiting lunch. And, and waiting. They, they keep bringing him Snickers. <laughs> could, like, could you say, take one of these, poor guy. Could, you look awful hungry. Could you say burglary again? Bur- what did I say? Burglary? Yeah, it was really it was, cute. It I think we should change it. it. I loved it yeah. that way. I burglary. bit my tongue last night. <laughs> And so it hurts to talk. What was somebody right, trying yeah. to hold you up? Were you hungry? What's going on? I was awfully hungry. <laughs> she was. I need a Snickers. Yep. Oh, biting your tongue a, is an yep. occupational hazard. And that's what I'm talking about. That was a I great love it. Story. That's great. great 
story. So uh, would, should we come back with which witch is it? Yeah, we'll Perfect. come back with that. Looking forward to it. Boop! guys well we're back with uh which which minute mm, and yeah. we're gonna see lisa's gonna spin it i'm a spinning and shelly's spinning the timer i'm your rhymer now. it's daryl oh you introduced yourself god Go. check it out i'm in ticking. Today, I know we kind of stepped out of our normal spectrum of uh, comedy and stuff like that, but it, it was an important day to get some information out there about our friend Sarah and our friend Em. But just, you know, folks, if you hear anything or you see anything, any information is better than no information at all. And these were two very important people in our lives. One, we we're, we're, don't know if she's just missing or if she dropped off this, you know, dropped out of society for a while. We're not know. One will never be back. Her husband and her son will never have her back. We need to find the person that caused this to happen. And it's a very important thing to a lot of people. So please, please help us with this. Take this show serious. I know we are always funny. You come to us for comedy. But there's times when we need to use this platform to put a message out that, you know, things aren't always funny. Things are not so good sometimes. So please, please help us. And uh, thank you for that. And uh, that's my uh, Man Bitch Minute. Spectacular. Thank you, Daryl. Yes. I know that it's really hard. I know how close you and Em were, so it just, um, oh, it just, it hurts my heart, but also melts my heart to know that she was so loved and um, that we're all, will continue to think about her for the rest of our being. Um, and her family is in our thoughts and prayers. 
Um, join Patreon if you want to see the funny moments of the show, which were between segments a little bit. Um, we have a tendency to joke when we're stressed. <laughs> and um, go to goodwitch-badwitch.com to get all the information, the shows, tell your friends, rate and... Um, and record us what review thank you <laughs> and um all the things stay witchy my friend stay bitchy <laughs> <laughs>